0: Welcome to No Boundaries Podcast, where facts are facts, and opinions hurt people's
1: feelings. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the No Boundaries Podcast, where facts are facts, and opinions hurt people's feelings. The usual suspects, Jay, Willie F, I didn't have anything
0: is, else clever. That's all yeah, I this is this is an interesting this is an interesting setup. It's gonna take a while to get used to, but you know, yeah, alive in in the flesh. Gotta gotta save the turtles, man. Gotta are, save the turtles. What do the turtles have? That's to do they, with anything? That's why I'm not driving to you, because if I if I if I drive to you, I have you know that's gonna put more pollution into the air, and it's gonna it's gonna harm right. the turtles.
1: Also, it's all about the turtles.
0: It's all about the turtles now, man.
1: The Ninja Turtles, to be exact.
0: No, no. I noticed something this week as I was paying attention to how people um, kind of get people into the wave of understanding or, you know, I guess like sympathizing with the new movement. And I realized that everybody has this technique where... It's almost like a doomsday technique like it's almost like if you don't do this the end of the world the end of the world will come so i saw this this little video on on, uh on twitter where it was this turtle and they were taking a plastic straw out of its nose and like uh you know me i'm i'm looking at the thread and i'm just like seeing all these people that are so hurt about the turtle and about the use of plastic straws and i'm just sitting there like are people really flipping out Flipping out over the use of plastic to the point where they're going to the sea and they're they're doing all this extreme shit to show their compassion for sea life, and like it's the, the to me the video was fucking weird, and like it's like a big ass turtle like they literally pull a plastic straw out its nose and the caption was like stop using fucking plastic straws and I'm sitting there like <laughs> that's aggressive, what the hell is wrong with y'all, like. And I, you know me, I'm a dig deeper. And as I dig deep, as I as I was as I was digging deeper, I realized like there's like there's so many companies that are coming up that are like promoting like you know paper straws. They're promoting like aluminum straws and like you know recyclable straws that you could like you know bend up and do cool shit with the straws. And I'm like, oh, oh okay, okay, this is what it's all about. It ain't about really saving the earth. It's about making sure that you can monetize off the fact that you have a movement. And as long as plastic straws are still booming everywhere, it makes your movement harder to, to profit off of. And I mean, obviously, this is not no aha moment, but I'm realizing like it's getting that bad to where people are like, like you said, it's aggressive. Like you're like posting these. Like I even seen one. I think Kim Kardashian posted one. Where she was like, um I think it was like it was this riverbank somewhere and like it was just full of trash. And it was mostly like plastic garbage and stuff that, you know, is probably not gonna, you know, biodegrade by itself. You know, and I'm just sitting there like, Okay, I get it, you know, we need to save the earth, you know. AOC said we already have we only have twelve years left. And I'm just like, once again, like Where did she get that number? I don't know. I don't know. I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like, but that's the tactic, though. You're like, you're pushing your green new deal in a doomsday fashion. In order for you to push your, and, and I'm realizing in order for people to push their narrative, it has to be on some end of the world type shit to the point where people real people feel like, oh, we don't have time. We need to do this now. That's childish to me, dog. <laughs> like, that's like you, you can't, you can't think of a more how do I say, strategic way of actually laying out the facts to really sway people in the direction of realizing, okay, we need to do this or fuck a time frame. It's just, you know, let's think about the future. Like, like just think about the kids. Like, it doesn't have to directly impact me when it comes to stuff like that. Like, but I'm realizing that, like the tactics of today and I say childish because I feel like any high schooler could have thought of this. a high schooler learned something, and the first thing they're gonna do is try to like it's almost like the chain letters from when we were kids we 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 learn about we was we start using our phones and the first thing we do, we start using chain letters in order to scare people about, hey you better send this shit more, you're gonna uh, your mama gonna commit suicide or she gonna die. you, you know it's just ridiculous, dog, but i, I Save the turtles, man. We got to save the turtles,
1: Jay. It's crazy because we're we're like at a stage of everything is immediate action. So it's like, all right, we got an immigration problem. Let's build a wall. Like, like, that's the answer. Like, we've had immigration going on for decades. Yes. Like people, people just didn't say, oh, shit, Obama president. Let me go to America. And then Trump's like, "Damn, all those people came when Obama was here." No, immigration has been a thing. Illegal immigration has been a thing. So just throwing up a wall is what a temporary fix. Like, what what I a kick that I've been on lately is um about solving the symptoms and not the and not the illness. You can uh-huh. you can you can stop a cough, but that's that's a that's a, a symptom of the flu. So if you don't solve yeah. the, if you don't cure the flu, the cough gonna come back. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, uh, a lot of the things we're doing are, are are just like, OK, let me put a Band-Aid on it. Let me let me do some trauma. Let me just put a Band-Aid on it. And then we'll see how long this Band-Aid hold. When Once the Band-Aid come off. All right. We have to figure out something else. Like, like, that's ridiculous. We're not making real permanent. Hey, we need to save the turtles. Well, you know what? We need to save the turtles. We need to cure cancer. We need to stop these fucking pedophiles. We gotta we gotta fix Uber. We can't have Teslas that have no drivers because they still run over people anyways. We still got drunk driving <laughs> going on. It's like, bro, like everything needs attention. And and just cutting something off doesn't fix anything. No, no. And and I mean, and, to, and to your point, people who say, all right, you know, we're just gonna stop using straws and we're gonna go to these paper straws, somebody was like, you know what? Let's get ahead of this. We're gonna we're gonna start producing paper straws, and then it's like oh yeah, and after we get these this production of paper straws going, we're just gonna start putting the word out that these plastics are bad. We're gonna really push it, really push it. We're gonna drop these videos. Hey, stop using plastic straws. Hey, stop using the the netting on the on the soda bottles that that get caught
0: around ducks' necks and shit. Shit been like, doing that for years, years. Been doing that for years, and, and I guarantee and, and that's you, not even some companies it. have changed it. Yeah,
1: and that's not even saying, all right, it's been going on for years, we just gotta let it let it continue. No. Of but course you have not. to take a better approach at it than it's like, all right, we're just gonna shut this shit down.
0: <laughs> the, every, the only time you need immediate every...
1: action is when Thanos is sitting
0: outside playing with rocks, waiting to give you this fade. <laughs> they they let they let Thanos sit there the way too long. He shouldn't uh-huh. have been able to sit down at all. He should have got he, dead on his ass. He he sat down there and wrote some bars to give them when they
1: came out there.
0: Dog bars. He had real talk bars. I mean, no, but but in, but in all seriousness, like I mean, I was even looking at the um, uh, just thinking about you like you said the border wall. When I think about the border wall as even a temporary fix, it's like you have to. Matter of fact, not even a border wall. Let's talk about mass shooting like, mass shooting has become to, it's, it's gotten to the point where, in my opinion, that we've grown numb to mass shootings, like we've grown numb to gang violence in inner cities. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, we're we starting to get to the point where it's almost like, oh, you know, it's that's what happens, and most of the time, the perpetrator is just this white male that everybody's just, it's just gonna, they're gonna sweep it under the rug, like, you could plaster his picture up as much as you want to, you can talk about it as much as you want to, but in actuality, you have not tried to address the true issue, which is a lot of shit. It's more than just gun control. Even the kids in Colorado walked out of that assembly today because they're like, you're not about to politicize my homeboy dying. You're not about to, you know, make, make another David Hogg out of any of us because that shit is whack. Like, it's either we're just going to address the fact that, hey, some the society we live in today is full of a bunch of nut jobs and some sometimes they, they 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 squeak through they squeak through we can't catch them all and that is the reality of an overpopulated world like not not even necessarily overpopulated but a constantly growing world you are not a, you're not going to be able to diagnose every nut job that gets through the cracks even if you're the type of person that sees every red flag like for instance one of the shooters in a colorado shooting was a transgender and of course you got people you know you know you got pretty heartless people that are out there like you know hey you know he's he's a fucking tranny he's a fucking retard you know blah blah and i'm looking at the picture like you know what we live in a society where that shit isn't fully normalized yet do i think it should ever be fully normalized not necessarily but i think that we as a society should be mature enough to just accept each other's differences we've been through this shit already you know what I'm saying? Like we know people are different. We know people are going through things. So I don't understand how anybody could just jump to the conclusion of, oh, we're going to, um, we're going to just jump on this one plan and everybody's going to be happy with it. No, we got to sit down more. We got to have more roundtable discussions. We have to be realistic with our plans and we got to roll them out. Every big company does it. Big companies just don't just just jump on something like you said. Just cut the arm off we roll things out we kind of we we can't just we can't just have a um a product name change overnight and think motherfuckers is just going to recognize it like it got it, it you got to have a rollout you got to be patient
1: and 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 even you know you know me i'm a i'm a big uh a misdirection person like they're going to show you this while they're doing something else of like I was, my coworker he mentioned yesterday he's like he said Walmart and and some place i think he said Walgreens we're gonna we're gonna stop selling tobacco to people that are 18. They're gonna bump that up to um the age of twenty-one. And I'm like, mm-hmm. why? Do we have a tobacco problem with 18 year olds? Like, are are they really out here buying buying cigarettes like that? They might be buying Dutchess and busting them down, but is, is it really <laughs> like, man, we got too many, too many underage tobacco users going on? It's kinda like, what what the what the fuck is going on? Like it's it's a misdirection. It's like, oh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna fix a problem that doesn't exist.
0: Yeah, I wonder. I wonder what they're trying to take our eyes off of. I mean, in my opinion, like I know that the jewels have become a hot thing amongst you know suburban and city kids. Um, so yeah, I haven't. I haven't heard about that one. That's that's an interesting one. I don't. I don't see. I don't. I think that's just as dumb as you know lowering the voting age. I think. I think. I think. In all honesty, I mean, when it comes to smoking at 18 and 21, I believe the knowledge is pretty much similar. Like, it's only so much you need to know about cigarettes. And what the main thing is, they cause cancer. Like, I think every 15 and 14 year old knows that. So I think 18 and 21, all you're doing is lessening the years where they could buy it legally, and lessening the years where the nicotine is probably going directly into their system, rather than getting secondhand smoke. But like, lowering the voting age to 16 I just kind of feel like that's much different because man like th- there's a lot of knowledge you could compile about politics between those two years like that's a ninth to tenth grader you're talking about seniors in high school you know or even you know even a freshman in college that might be a little bit more knowledgeable when it comes to like a 15 or 16 year old that's just going in there just just bullshitting with his vote probably trying to put incredible hawk or thanos on the on the ticket <laughs> and, and vote for them you know like You know, but, hey, I'm voting for Fat Thor for president. Like, that's what kids do. Shit, Adults do it. So, yeah, like I said, I mean, I'm more of a rollout type of guy. Let's actually let's talk about something before we just before we just start trying to send people into a panic because we want people to agree with us. Like, no, bottom line, to summarize all this, like the doomsday tactic, it doesn't really work for people that are level level headed. Like, it just doesn't. Yeah. Like you're, you're not going to scare me into a, a belief that I don't tr- – into an ideology that I I'm not fully knowledgeable of. It's, that's ridiculous. I'm tired of it. <laughs>
1: like, like I don't – we've operated so much under scare tactics that even even in our politics, it's like, oh, Trump is going to cause World War Three or – Barack Obama is a Muslim and he's going, to you know, send this country to the dark age and let Muslims take over. It's like, you know, it's always, hey, let me scare you instead of, hey, let me inform you with a bunch of facts and then let you make your own decision. And that's why I hope y'all come to the No Boundaries podcast so we can give you facts because they are facts. And we can give you our opinions because at times they do hurt people's feelings, but it gives you the space to make your own decisions.
0: Yeah, like for like for instance, in my opinion, I don't think I don't think obesity or or being fat is sexy. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying like, and I and I say that to say once again, I'm just scrolling down, you know, my timeline, and I, and I just see like, you know, the normalization of somebody overweight or or not not shapely in a way that. I feel is desirable. Like you're trying to force that as sexy on me. We had a podcast before where we talked about, you know, sexy being a feeling. Yeah, I respect that, but I still feel like it's it's almost to the point where it's no longer about a person feeling sexy. It's basically similar to uh, to Chef Curry and how she wants to still feel liked and she still wants to feel like. Oh, you know, cats want me, and to me, that's more of a psychological disorder because it's no longer about how do I say you appreciating yourself. It's about you trying to force people to 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 call you things that you're not, and that's I see it all the time. Like, I, I see I see I see women that, in my opinion, are not desirable, and they get pissed off when they end up viraling going viral for for being built like. You know, a marshmallow man. It's like you're not sexy. Stop trying to normalize your size and your shape as sexy. Like it's annoying. It doesn't. It's. I don't think it's ever gonna happen. And once again, I think that's a that's that's society that society's vanity that's that's basically disrupt disrupting the mental space of people. Like people need to understand that there are lanes for them. Yes, there are going to there are going to be people out there that appreciate your size, that appreciate, you know, your your shapeliness, but it ain't everybody. And I, and I really think that that's an issue. That's why, and the reason I brought up Aisha Curry is because I really only saw a snippet like most people, and I really told myself I wasn't even going to touch on it. But I still feel like, I mean, in your honest opinion, um, I know we talked about this off air just like anybody else from Black Twitter or the black community in general but um I think one of the real questions that I have I have yet to see answered is the fact that you know I kind of feel like Aisha Curry was like what's wrong with me? Like am I desirable? And and from your and from in your opinion Jay like let's take away the let's take away the Steph Curry relationship. Let's take away the fact that you know she's a curry and let's look at her as, you know, Aisha, you know, before the curry. Let's just look at her as Aisha. Kinda of like how you look at T.I. or Clifford Harris without the money and rapper. Like, do you look at Aisha Curry as somebody that's desirable?
1: <laughs> that's a loaded question. Cause I don't know okay. anything about her. If I seen Aisha Curry out, out in person and like we was at the clubs, club setting or or anywhere and I said, I was like, oh yeah, she's very cute. Very cute. Gorgeous smile, nice hair. I, I I really can't think of what her body shape is to at the at the present time. But you know, hey, I'm I'm a, I'm a face I'm a face person a lot of the times too.
0: I'm a face um, and a smile person myself. Yeah. yeah.
1: So so that that would be enough to me to like okay, give her a second look. So I think what what she was really going for, and like like you said, everybody just seen the clip. Nobody seen the whole interview. Hell, I didn't even go watch the whole interview. Nah, and I don't is, think it's worth it. Is um. My, I had a manager tell me this once, and I've said it on the show probably before. He's his wife told him, "I don't care where you get your appetite at, as long as you eat at home." So I think the thing with Chef Curry is that she needs to get out. You need to get with your girls, get dressed up, get out, and see that oh, I'm still desirable out here. I think I think all she wants is a feeling. And, it's, and it has nothing to do with, you know, you got a $70 million man here who's loved you since you are a teenager, and, you know, you have three beautiful kids. I, I mean, you have three kids. Your body is not the same body it was four years ago. So it definitely makes you think. And, and like you say, a lot of people that gain weight and a lot of people that lose weight, when you lose weight, you feel good. You run around damn near naked. When you gain weight, you start questioning yourself. It's like, damn, I really need to cover up. I really need to cover up. She knows she's not the same body. So in her mind, she doesn't feel like she's as attractive. And like you said, that's a mental thing. And I agree. But also, she can help herself if she goes out and experiences some things. You got homegirls. I mean, at the end of the day, you're still going to be Aisha Curry. You're going to be in the VIP. Ain't nobody going to be able to come around you. Everybody's going to be able to look at you and, and just say, oh, I know who she is. Because you're, you've had your own cooking show. You have your own restaurants and you're Steph Curry's wife. Like, you're not just a basketball player's wife. You do stuff on your own. So everybody's going to recognize you for the star status that you've built on your own. So you're not going to be able to come across regular people that are just going to be, like, oblivious to who you are and just accept that. And then on the on the back end, you're you putting yourself in, like, a celebrity crowd, because that's more or less, that's what you are. Most men watch sports. Most men are going to respect your husband? Play I mean, them. when you they don't yeah, respect but, that, like yeah. man, uh, Steph Curry, he probably one of the best point guards ever lived. I ain't going to come out here and shoot at his
0: wife. <laughs> like, so, with, so, so, with, so, with that being said, I, 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 and, I, and I'm going to go back a little bit, but I wanted to point something out. And one, the one thing that I, I learned about uh, feminist Twitter was that they said that she used a lot of lingo, a lot of lingo that was misogynistic. By the fact that she was calling these girls groupies or whatever, or saying like these, you know, these chicks, you know, you know, flocking after my man. I think um, they they look at her. It's I think it's a little bit of, of some jealousy there. But uh, realistically, I think the real beef that feminist Twitter had with her was the lingo she used and the fact that that she has a reputation for parading herself around as a a higher quality woman basically i hear she, i mean she you have to understand something modern day society is not it's not very religious you know right. like if you if you come across you your your common day woke person you know they're not really they're not really a heavy church goer they're not really believing in christ you know a lot of people are you know on some that's white jesus stuff and you got to understand um i uh chef curry is a very modest woman she's a very uh she's she seems pretty down to earth i mean by her complexion you would assume that she's bougie or whatever but you have to understand <laughs> something <laughs> you, you know how it goes I, I do assume all that,
1: light-skinned women are bougie
0: yeah, that's how it works man that's 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 a black community for you but you have to realize that the reason there's such a a, a, div- a, div- a division in her support is because you have one side that is very, you know, liberated, very liberal minded. And they're like, oh, like I pointed out before, they're that overweight girl that's trying to force that sexy on you. That's that's my I mean, I don't care what type of backlash I get for that. I really feel like that's, you know, that's what it is. Like, you got a lot of girls out here that just ain't popping, in my opinion. But you have that side of society, you have that side of social media that's gassing them up, and you have that side of social media that's like, oh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm just, that's my, that's my bitch, I'm going, I'm going to big her up, no matter how flawed she is, but then you have that other side that, I mean, it's hard to argue against them being attractive, they have a following because they're attractive, they, you know, you know, some of them, some of them show skin, some of them don't, they, you know, they, some of them have talent some of them don't but they have a they have a following because they're able to fall into the category of of modern day beauty or, or everyday beauty and my point is i kind of look at Aisha Curry as a woman that kind of toes that line i personally from the jump i remember when when Sheriff Curry like start popping and like a lot of dudes were like they were like, oh, my God, you know, like, man, Steph got a bad one. But then he started putting those kids in her. And like you said, a lot of dudes is like, man, you know, he got kids. She got kids. She's this religious woman. You know, from a distance, I'm a lust. But I got more respect than that because don't get it twisted. If opportunity arises, a man will take advantage. But I think a common man is not going to just force that Like. A common man to these niggas these days, they're more groupy towards Steph Curry than they're gonna be a groupy towards Aisha, because that's how these niggas built these days. You yeah. go somewhere where Drake, you go somewhere where Drake is in Houston, man, you finna see every groupy nigga in the H, and that's just it, how it, it is. Be,
1: it could be Drake and Meg The Stallion, and it's gonna be more men on Drake than it
0: is on Meg The Stallion. I, I honestly believe that. Just like if you go somewhere like Michelle Obama was happen, having a book reading, you're probably gonna see. More gay men and women there than you're gonna see straight men. But then at the end of the day, if 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 uh, if Obama come through, I don't know. I don't know. I think you might see more guys there. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of the guys UFC might guys pull up older thinking, black women. Exactly, and I think a lot of guys are probably pull up with the mindset of you know I need you know I need to people how this dude move. You we know work. what I'm saying? Because yeah, you know what I'm saying. Especially with the passing of Nipsey, everybody's looking at Nipsey like damn, you know. I need to carry myself like a Nipsey or Obama, which is which is which is very different. But they want to be able to land a Lauren London. Dudes wanna be able to land to Aisha, but at the same time, they they I think that in 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 the and behind all this, what with all I'm saying, you have to realize like this makes women look bad. Because one of the things that she even pointed out was like, you know, women know that Steph is married, but they're constantly coming at them. and like you just said, Jay, like, what does that say about women? Like, damn, like, you know this dude married, but you still shoot your shot. Like, that's fucked up. Like, it almost—I'm just saying, like, and that's what—that's why feminist Twitter, that's why feminist social media is up in arms because they know what this looks like. They know it makes the woman look bad. Like, Steph Curry is out here married, trying to be respectful, and. What you what
1: you say? I'm thinking like this: women are so convinced that there's a shortage of good men that they would rather be cutthroat and try to steal one. And that and to me, in my mind, that's why a lot of women go after established men. So that's why you're like, yeah, he gets all these groupies, and and this, that, and the other. And you know, I'm I'm just over here, whatever, watching. But it's kind of like at the same time, I think men understand that it takes a lot more than just looks to be a good woman and they can understand that. Okay. She's a good woman. He has that one. I need to go get my own. And, it, and even, even to take it, take it back to what you said about, about um, um, obesity in women, and women. And I'm glad that you said in your opinion, you know, they're yeah. sex sexy on you because i take a look at it like this. It's all about personal preference. If you put me between a woman that's a size zero and one woman that's, let's say, 50 pounds overweight, I'm going to gravitate towards the woman that's 50 pounds overweight. I I just am because I I would prefer her to be thicker.
0: I mean, you just love titties,
1: Jay. I do love titties. (laughs) But 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 at the same time, like, I've never been attracted to a skinny woman. I understand that. That's I respect Look, that. I I think that's a Southern thing church. too. And it's like, yeah, we've talked about this before. It's a Southern thing. We yeah. like our, our woman to be healthy. I'm trying to yeah. get this quick in and order this pizza at the same time. That's that's the life that we're about, and that's and that's cool. And and I think that with you being sexy and you being a heavier set woman, you have to be confident in yourself. Especially, I especially I, if you're going to operate on the social medias where people are just waiting to tear you down and know nothing about you. You have to be confident in yourself. So I don't, I don't knock them at all. You know, hey, you bigger than I like is somebody out there that like you. I know for a fact. I mean, it, you can just look at at all the fetish pages that you come across on like your timeline. Whether it's fit chicks, whether it's skinny chicks, whether it's obese chicks, whether it's tattoos. Like there, the fetishes are out there, and people will gravitate towards those because I believe that there's somebody for everybody, or type, or group, or whatever for everybody. Hell, I read an uh, I article. Am gonna, I read no article where where this husband and wife he transitioned to a woman and she transitioned to a man and they still stayed together. And I was like, "What the fuck?"
0: But hey, it's somebody out there for everybody. I, I I think the most the most critical. I I agree with everything you're saying. I think the most. I mean, I guess to answer Aisha's question, to be real, I don't think I think that the type of I think the type of dudes that are abundant in the streets right now. Are the type of dudes that really don't want a woman that carries herself like Aisha. I'm gonna be 100. Like I don't think I think Aisha is very attractive. I think she's cool. I like I said I wasn't on the I wasn't on the wave when she started popping. But at the end of the day, I mean, she's not a girl that you're just gonna walk past in the, in the uh, in the club or the bar anywhere. You're gonna you're gonna double back and look. I mean, she's an attractive woman, but with and that's why it was important for me to say take away all the other shit and just look at her as Aisha. But now you look at her as Chef Curry, you attach her to Steph, and I think as a man, you're looking at this, I mean, it's almost like lusting over the pastor's wife. I just don't yeah. think a lot of dudes do that. And I think I think the reality is, and I think a lot of people have missed that, or they're scared to say it, I mean, your average dude out here would probably go for Kim K before they go for, before they go for Chef Curry. They won't admit it. But they, but they would. Like you said, I, I honestly, feel, I mean, what you said about Megan Thee Stallion, I, I mean, I see dudes lusting for Megan Thee Stallion because nowadays I don't think a lot of dudes really care for a challenge unless they're trying to settle down. If they're trying to settle down, they're looking at Chef Curry. If they just wilding out, they're looking at Kim Kane and Burroughs. That's just the truth,
1: yeah, especially, yeah.
0: As, especially as easy to, as it is today You're not walking up to a chef Curry. You're not seeing a chef Curry and being like, "Oh yeah, I got a chance to smash and dash." You know what I'm saying? Like that's why basketball players. That's not a notch
1: for your belt. That's not a notch. No,
0: because you wouldn't even feel right. And I
1: don't don't know if that's that's a reflection of the quality of woman she is, which which might be which might be a huge part. That's what I'm.
0: That's what I'm getting to. That's exactly what I'm getting to. Because we've had this conversation before. People always talk about, you know, what type of this you want, what type of that you want. But at the end of the day, somebody wants somebody. At the, at the end of the day, we want somebody that we look at and we say, that is good quality. That is high quality. And that's that's the mindset of somebody settling down. If you are here just wilding, going through your whole phase, you can care less about quality. Matter of fact, you're going to avoid quality. We've all done it and that's the conversation that people really don't want to have, and that's the conversation that Chef Curry is really, that's the the feedback I think that she's not getting. She just, I mean, like I said, I didn't watch the video, but I'm almost certain it became a more psychological thing. They probably start trying to dig deeper than necessary, but in my opinion, man, the dudes out here just aren't looking for that quality of a woman. Dudes out here these days, especially under the age of 30, they trying to get, they, these dudes out here are dating Black China still. These dudes out here are still dating Jenners and Kardashians. You got to think about that shit. Nobody, nobody's out here trying to, trying to go for, uh, for purposely trying to go for a Curry or Obama or, a, I mean, matter of fact, I can't really think about that many, but that, 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 that that's why it is. I mean, you look at the market.
1: Look they're the looking climb. for a lot of those dead end ships or those situationships. Like that's you you're not you're not looking for that's a lot there's a lot of guys out here not looking for forever, with I can say a lot of women that think they want forever. And I'm not gonna say they truly do because there have been some that I've talked to that are just like, oh, they think they want this forever, but they're not doing the forever actions. And like the men, they're doing the temporary actions but giving you forever words. And I think that's something that's really been been throwing off the off the tilt, like it's a it's a miscommunication in what's going on. Men are men are, are are acting one way and speaking another, and women are speaking one way and acting
0: another. That that's it. That's it. I agree, man. Like it's it's we're living. We're I just look at the scene. I look at everybody. I'm like, man, y'all childish. That's basically <laughs> it. It's just childish. Everybody's just being childish, man nobody is being honest the, the 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 childish attitude that we carry or I say childish because of the fact that I feel children feel like deception and dishonesty is going to get them to where they want to get to and it's really not it's really being open and honest that's going to get you to where you want to get to and it also makes the it also makes situations a lot more comfortable and convenient when you're when you're being dishonest like social media tends to do we never get the real answer. I'm telling you, you have to dig deep. Everybody's just trying to psychologically break this break this woman down. I don't know this woman. I don't know much nope. about her. All I know is her image is she's a chef, she's religious, and you know she's married. That's all I know about her. I I I, I, and I have no insults to say about her. I had somebody ask me today, you know, hey, how do you feel about Kim K? I was like, man, like I don't I don't obsess over celebrities. I don't not I don't I don't get mad at what celebrities do in order to make a profit. I, I respect the fact that Kim K is using her privilege and her looks and her celebrity to get people out of prison. I feel like that's hard to knock, whether it becomes a reality TV series or not. Like I feel like you have to really be, you have a, you have to have a lot of pent up bitterness in you to be mad at the fact that she's trying to do something positive. Like that's almost like I said before, that's like me trying to knock LeBron James for having a school and you know, even though I'm not a LeBron James fan, like I can't knock that. I mean, he he built a school out of in this, where he comes from. Beautiful. I hope more people follow. I hope I hope more people fall in line. I hope all these black celebrities that's running around pro talk about they pro black and they woke. I hope they use their celebrity status to to jump in on this prison reform too. Why the fuck is only Kim? Why is only why is this Armenian girl that is married to to sunk in place Kanye West the only person that is Utilizing this prison reform that I know of.
1: What what what's funny about it is, we know Kim became famous for having a sex tape.
0: That's that's fine.
1: And if I would have became famous for having a sex tape, I would give a fuck what y'all said about me, because I would have became famous. And nine times out of ten, anybody else that has a sex tape, because how how, many, how much of how, out of ten people, how many think you would say recorded themselves having sex? Out of 10 people, probably 4. Out of 4. 40%. So 40%. If y'all would have hit it big off that sex tape, you probably wouldn't have no shit either. So, eliminating the sex tape, in my opinion. I don't care. If I Look, if I, if I leak my sex tape tomorrow and that shit get, get popping, I don't care what y'all say about me. Y'all say Jay got a little dick. Y'all say they wasn't hitting it right. Whatever. I'm popping now.
0: Because that's what it's people all that, about. People that still knock the sex tape once again, I feel like, you know, uh, you know, I understand the Kardashians are heavily like that's 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 beyond me. I could care less because once again, my, my celebrity knowledge is very small. I don't know what she's done to piss people off. I don't know. All I'm saying is you knocking people, you knocking Kim K for having a sex tape. But when and Britney put out a, a tell all book, everybody was, you know, oh, you know, you go, she girl. Was, she was a you know. You know, even uh, Kareem Stephanie Superhead, like when she did it, like everybody bought into it. Like, sex tapes aren't something that is abnormal to modern day society. The fact that she just hit it super big, hey, I mean it was just her luck. Call it privilege all you want, but once again, do I think a black China or a Nicki Minaj or a or a fucking Sierra would have took advantage of that? Shit, I think they would have. I mean, yeah. it's just we live uh, in a why, why not.
1: People, people act like sex is so taboo. You got here from sex. You've had sex several times. You just keep your shit in the privacy of your own bedroom. Yeah. And that's yeah. fine. That's your choice. And that's cool. And then even with the prison reform, like you said, first of all, you say Kim Kardashian is talentless. No, she's a master marketer. And what she marketed was herself and her family with props to Kris Jenner. Like, that's master marketing. I got
0: her, I, I'm famous for doing absolutely nothing which that's which master marketing which is that's why I was telling you earlier that's what chef curry is in competition with chef curry is looking at herself like well I'm this I'm this very, I'm this role model like I'm a role model I'm literally a role model like I put myself out there I'm I'm giving women I really feel like I'm giving women uh, uh young women a uh, actual person that's a celebrity to look up to cuz I don't even think Rihanna could do that Rihanna doesn't even want to do that Rihanna doesn't want little girls growing up to be like her. You know what I'm saying? Maybe Beyonce does, but I guarantee you, I've heard Rihanna say it, like she's smoking with her weed, she's doing her thing. She doesn't necessarily want women like that. But she's I guarantee you. Exactly. But, but but a but a chef, Chef Curry, she's definitely, she definitely is more along the line of somebody that you can look at your daughter or somebody and be like, hey, I'd like you to be like her like her, because, you know, she, she's got her shit together. You don't see her out here showing her ass. You know, she supports her man. She's she's a traditional woman. And this whole situation pretty much just let me know that the traditional woman is going extinct. That's really all it is. The traditional woman is not valued anymore. That's and, and, and that's basically what I'm that's basically the point of this whole conversation. It's just to point that out.
1: The traditional traditional woman women aren't valued that, anymore. The traditional woman isn't valued anymore. And when you see Aisha Curry, it's hurting the traditional woman that remains. Pretty much. Because, because it's like, oh, I'm not valued anymore, you know. So I I'm not saying that she wants to resort and become one of these other type of women. I'm not gonna give them a name. But, but that's who she's in like,
0: competition with.
1: That's who she's in competition with, even though she's not in the game.
0: Yeah, she's not. I mean, but but once again, man, you got you got women out here like Solange and the Gabrielle Union that you know you'll still see them in in, in you know swimsuit edition here or you know in a raunchy photo here and there, and they're married women too. And and, and once again, like I said, it's like she, the the like I said, the traditional woman who is moderate keeps her clothes on, doesn't necessarily you know let let the world into her business. Like that's a dying breed and. This literally highlighted that with, with, it was, it was so unintentional. It was, it was, all, it's a beautiful thing because it's shit I've been saying to you for a while now behind the scenes and it's, it's sad, but that's, this is the, the common dude these days. And, and I say, I, I'm i just, i probably use that 40%, 40% of the dudes that you know that are probably ever going to settle down and get married. They're going to probably settle down with the Kim K type.
1: They're gonna yeah. probably
0: settle down. Like, just be realistic. Like, it's gonna be a chick that got a lot of bodies. It's gonna be a chick that's that's gotten around, and um, that's just the reality of it.
1: All right. Uh, I mean, but but just to sum it all up, I have nothing against what she said. Like, it 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 was fine. That was how she was feeling, and I and I and I put it to kind of like like depression. Pip's say, man, I'm feeling real depressed. I'm feeling real down. And they'd be like, what are you down for? Why are you depressed? You got this going on. You got this going on. You got whatever, what have you. But at the same time, they're like, yeah, but that's not that's not fulfilling me at the moment. You know, like, I I also need this additional fulfillment. So, hey, more power to her. I hope the sister gets the attention that she wants. I have nothing against it. I love the memes. They were hilarious. But oh, yeah, definitely. That, You know, I, hey, that's how you feel. That's how you feel. Honestly. I, I don't feel like I'm getting enough attention from 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 the world, I guess, or however, or the attention
0: that I want. So hey, that's how you feel. That's how you feel. Change it. And if she and if she's listening to this podcast, she'll understand that the reason why is because you are something that is is seen as a valuable asset, and a lot of niggas out here don't want that. It's just that's yeah. just that's just the truth. Niggas don't want that shit. Niggas niggas, <laughs> niggas gonna be niggas, man. It is what yeah. it is, bro. And and, and,
1: and yeah. I think and I think successful women really scare no good niggas away for the most part. I mean there's some old oh, yeah, yeah. ones that that's just, that's still gonna be like man, I'm gonna come fuck her shit up. But then there's uh, some women you'll look at and like, man, she got her career going, she's driven, she got her own stuff, she's not dependent on nobody. I entered her atmosphere on some bullshit. And once I felt that energy, I realized that I couldn't reciprocate that energy, I need to pull back. Yeah. And
0: and, and, and honestly, that shit rare. I don't care what nobody said. That shit rare. Say so once again, it's almost like trying to force to force sexy on me. Like people, people just walk around thinking that they just they giving off this certain type of vibe, a certain type of energy. A lot of times you're not. Like it's it's more than being financially stable. Like if you are a toxic person, if you are a shitty person in any way, your finances will not be able to, to mask that. So I don't give a fuck what type of dude you're dealing with. If the dude realize that you're a shitty person and you got it made, a nigga probably is still run, bro. Like dudes don't wanna every dude out there don't want to just put up with your bullshit because you're financially stable. Being financially stable is not energy. That's just that's external bullshit that at the end of the day really doesn't matter because if you are not a good person, that's what it comes down to. It's about you. I have to tell people that all the time. Like, it's ridiculous, man. The day and age we stay in is so vain. These people today, men and women, feel like if they have a good job, they know how to dress, they're attractive, they have good energy, or they're intimidating. That does not I know how many times have you heard that question, Jay? Am I intimidating? Do you think I'm intimidating? Dudes like me and you gonna hear those questions all the time because more than likely we'll have a woman in our presence that possibly isn't intimidating, but they're not intimidating me, they're not intimidating you, and that's no. just based on the fact that. I'm comfortable with myself. I'm I'm comfortable with myself, and there's not much a woman can do, or a man can do, to make me be like, man, you know, like, dog, like, this nigga, you know, he, you know, he makes he makes me want to tense up, or he makes me not know what my next words are gonna be. Nigga, what? Get the I'm, fuck out of here. I realize that I'm not built for everybody, and that's simple okay. as that. That's okay. <laughs> and <laughs> and, and it's, it's still. It's still to be rare to for me to be at a loss for words in front of anybody. I mean, I don't. I'm not the type of person that's just going around just cracking conversations with everybody anyway. But at the same time, for me, I just view everybody as what they are. I mean, everybody is a is a human being that is going through their own personal struggles, and whether they're a millionaire or or, or an average Joe, common folk. I mean, I, I approach them the same, and, and I mean, I don't. I understand everybody else doesn't do that. But maybe that's something that you should try doing, and just realizing that we are all in this together. Like we we are we all gonna be buried six feet at the end of the day. Bottom line,
1: Plain we all gonna hand. be
0: we all gonna be forever sleeping one day, and it is what it is.
1: Don't take life not,
0: too seriously because you're not meant to make it out alive. Not at all, man. Not at all. But uh, I I was also even in the midst of this conversation, I was also thinking about. As I said, you know, she's not looked at as a woman that's, um, I I think, to look at it from a broader scope, I think a lot of dudes may look at her like she's boring. Like, they may look at her like, man, she might not even be fun. And I know Mm -hmm. we had that conversation before, too. Like, I can't, I don't know. Boring is obviously very subjective. And I don't know what's boring to you. Like, I think you, I think I was like, man, be personally, like, I hate when I go out of town or I'm traveling. And I'm with a female and she wants to, you know, she wants to go shopping. Like, regardless if I'm buying shit or not, like, I think shopping is boring. And I don't think that that's that's adventurous. I don't think that that's something that's going to be uh, a memory that I'm going to give a fuck about. I'd rather go somewhere and actually go explore, actually do the adventurous things like, you know, get on a dirt bike, get on a scooter or some shit. Go pair, go, you know, parasailing or some shit. Have fun. Like, that's who I am. And I think I think a lot of dudes probably can relate to that maybe not all of them, but that's just me and, and that's that's something that um current society struggles with too because people tend to get with people that are attractive but they may be boring because mm-hmm. like once again like I told you being attractive ain't enough because if I, I, if I get with you in and, and 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 your ideal of fun is is over drinking we't gonna work we're ain't gonna work, we not gonna work. if so, I mean me personally. I mean, I look, I look at quality as somebody that, you know, is is relatable in a sense that can, you know, they it, when it's time to get, when it's time to have fun, we can keep up with each other, you know, yeah. we're not, it's, and we're not, we're not stressing each other out. That's that's why motherfuckers be with dealing with people and they can't, they can't make simple choices because they don't, they don't connect on that, on that level of, you know, you know, being adventurous. They don't connect on the level of being chill. Some people just want to Netflix and be, Netflix binge all day, sit in the house. Mm-hmm. And I'm okay with that, but I'm not gonna do it with you because that's not what I want to do all day. Especially yep. if I'm in a, if I'm in a relationship, that shit is crazy to just sit in the house all day. That should have drive me crazy. Better would, go to when you, you look something.
1: up and, and you've been on the couch for five hours.
0: That's not cool. I can't I can't I, be I, doing it to. I understand, too. I understand. And what, but we talked about this. You said that's not you, you. You don't find that to be boring. That's you.
1: Well, see, and and I already know that I am personally a boring person. So to that's me, fine. those things. Yeah. And it, it, it's fine to me. Those things. Yeah. Not all the time. Not every single you know weekend or whatever. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to find whatever random series on Netflix that's been hyped up and I'm going to run through it. Oh, sometimes you want you want to get out, you know, but I think a lot of times people are, are at their most excitement when they are single because you got to get out of the house to not go crazy. So then that's when you, you know, you out and about and then you meet somebody at the club. Cool. She doesn't seem boring because I met her at the club. He doesn't seem boring because I met him at the club. But then y'all become into this relationship. And then it's like those aren't the things that you do anymore because you were only doing them to get out or to distract yourself or to, to do something different than being who you really were. That's true. That's true. A lot of people do do that. A lot of people do do that. Because then you'll have the couples like them. We met at the club, and we haven't been to the club since. That's a good thing. That's a bad thing. Like whatever, you know. Hopefully that you you find something more than hey, this is just um, us at the club, and and you know that's all we had. We both like the club, and then that's all we had. I was that's talking what, to. That's,
0: that's what people are molding themselves into though. Just just club goers. But go ahead. What you was gonna say?
1: I was t- I was talking to uh, Summers or, or Amber F, like she likes to be called, and this probably been a month or so ago, and she was she mentioned, you know, what do you, what's what's the best, how how to take a vacation basically, and I say number one, you got to know each other, you got to know if y'all can feed off each other's energy solely, like hey, we don't need any other distractions. Me and you can just go away to a a weekend resort spa, or if you know you need other interactions, like. You all have to be doing something like an escape room or a safari or or something like that to 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 push push y'all's relationship because if y'all go to a resort and y'all really aren't that dependent on each other's attention, y'all both are going to get bored because you're not going to have any outside distractions.
0: And I'm, then I'm numbers... about to I'm about to I'm about to send you something because you just made me think about something. But go ahead. But and and then I, I also told her is
1: don't go broke. The worst thing you can do on, on a vacation is to go broke, trying to, trying to look good for the ground, trying to look good for social ma- media. We had Turks and Caicos, and we put this all on a credit card like some idiots. Like, you can be low budget and have fun. It's not hard. And then number three, I said, y'all need to sleep with each other until y'all get tired of each other. cause this And this goes back to what Chris Rock said in his last stand-up. He said you should be coming and going in a relationship. That's it. Because uh, if you
0: ain't fucking and you ain't going nowhere, you are gonna run into some problems. That makes sense though. Um, you got what? You got the message I sent you?
1: Yeah.
0: It's basically it's basically about you know I was I was reading about this the other day because I I forgot what I was watching man but I realized a lot of West Coast people a lot of California people in general they like to use the term life partner a lot, and I never I always thought when I heard the term life partner I always thought they were talking about homosexuals. I always thought they were just saying. Life partner because they couldn't get married or something, but it's still a common term that's being used. And uh, me personally, you know, uh, commitment issues or not, I still feel like um, people need to. People tend to like not respect the fact that you're not going to do everything with your quote unquote bay. And sometimes people overlook their uh, their platonic or non-romantic life partner. And I, I really think like girls tend to do it too. There are certain places girls are gonna go go on a trip. Girls are gonna go on girls trip with their girls that they're not gonna go on with their dude. And that's because that's because they share that. I, I feel like it's a certain type of life partner type of bond because those girls will remain friends for the longest. And from the perspective of a life partner, as you as you're looking at it, like it's not all about romantic all the time. It's yeah. not all about you know the physicality or the intimacy. It's literally about somebody. It's to me, it's just another way of saying soulmate. And people always underappreciate the fact that you got somebody that's willing to ride or die with you, that ain't trying to sleep with you, that just sleep with you or not. You got somebody that's finna be with your, be with you on your side, you know, through the ups and downs. And when it's time to have fun, they're there. When you need something, they're there. Like. Sometimes that person is not your boyfriend. And I really think that a lot of women in general struggle with the fact that they feel like they should only share those things with somebody they're going to be with in a commitment that is uh, nullified by the government. And that's, that's mm-hmm. dangerous because I think I'm just being I'm just being real. Like, I think a lot of women, I think a lot of men, too. They step over so many important people, so many possible life partners due to the fact that they limit themselves with this indoctrination of needing to be married. And just to go back to the Chef Curry thing, so many people were upset with her that were on the, I I would say, that are married, that are, are believers in marriage. But I think that this situation highlighted big time that marriage to a degree can be overrated because too many people are going into the to the to this uh bondage with the idea that this person is only going to have a heart and eyes for me and that is once again that is being childish. You got to stop being childish. There ain't nowhere in the world that I got this I got a girlfriend, she's cool or whatever, she's a seven or eight, but there ain't no way in the world you think I ain't looking at Alicia Keys when well, she's just looking fine in a mug, or you think I ain't looking at Beyonce, or you think I'm not finna be in the gym looking at this chick that got the baddest body and the cutest face in the world, like, come on, like, my lust and my appreciation for beauty does not does not stop with the wife, with the girlfriend, or with the like partner, that's, we're lying to
1: ourselves. Men and women are lying to themselves. Yeah. Like, 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 I see you sitting here looking at Michael B. Jordan and Creed, and you looking at him a completely different way than I'm looking at
0: him. Bro, you should see what they did when Idris got married. I saw so many women upset at the fact that Idris got married. Like, it's ridiculous, dude. Like,
1: these... Bro, there were so many women upset that Drake had a child.
0: Oh, man. And it's just like, once again, it's childish, man. Grow up. Grow up. Like and, and it, I'm trying I'm, I'm trying to think
1: what, what what woman that made a life tra- a life choice that we felt as men was like, man, I'm I'm mad at her for that. And I, I I nothing comes to mind immediately. I'm sure there's one. But at the same time, I I know personally I wasn't like, Man, I'm mad Alicia Keys got married to Swiss Beats. I thought I had a chance. No, no. Like, uh, and so yeah, like, like, like I said, it doesn't matter where you get your appetite, as long as you only eating at home. Yeah,
0: that that mentality is slowly dying, man. It's it's a respectable mentality or philosophy to have, but the it's just it's it ain't what it is no more, man. It's just so different out here now. I feel for people that are trying to live in a traditional manner because it ain't easy for them. My just. motherfuckers too woke motherfuckers too woke man this is i guess you know everybody 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 trying to one up each other man like that's all i see that's all i see on black twitter really man like everybody everybody know it all nobody really nobody really nobody's asking real questions everybody's just everybody just knows it and i'm just like damn like i feel i feel i feel that there's a there's a there's a different there's there's a definite need for for people to just fall back and, like, we don't always have to have an opinion on everything. Like, I didn't even want to talk about the Chef Curry thing, but, I mean, obviously, this is probably going to be a topic that stays alive for the next three or four days, and we'll be on to the next one, but it it opened my eyes to something, because, like I said, like, not a matter of fact, it didn't open my eyes. It solidified my thought. Like, I I, I really thought a couple years ago that the, the, the good girl is dead. Like, nobody wants the good girl anymore. Like that's not what's up anymore, you know. Yeah. And and, and and that's and and I, I didn't and that's why I didn't, I didn't bring up the the fat is not sexy to attack fat women. I brought that up just to say like it's just further proof that everybody wants to be like the bad girl. Everybody wants to be like the girl that's highly desired because they feel like like I saw um I saw on the news the other day there was a girl that stayed, she's out here in Houston. And she's trying to uh, go through a, um, a, a operation to have herself looking more like Meghan Markle, like she's literally finna go under the knife in order to.
1: Oh, I seen that.
0: I'm Did like, you
1: send me that? Somebody, I, I seen that somewhere.
0: Yeah, that's that's insane, man. Like that doesn't make any sense. I think I put it on Twitter. Yeah, I put it on Twitter, and um, that's insane because it's like. Why do you have to be beautiful like her? Why you just can't be beautiful like you? Like that's that, come on, it's not hard to do, man. Like and, I, I may not find fat sexy, but that doesn't mean a fat person can't be cute.
1: You and, know what and,
0: I'm
1: and what I'm and I'm and I'm realizing that this is kind of a biased perspective we're coming from because we're men and we're talking about women, heavier set yeah. women, and so hey, jump in the SoundCloud comments for women who, you you know, who deal with heavier set men or who, who see, because I'm, I'm sure heavier set men are out here, you know, on the same energy. And and in no way am I fat shaming or anything because, shit, I'm a couple double cheeseburgers from being heavy set my damn self. So... What? Say, hold on, bro. I think McDonald's big boy has, energy is... Hold the on, wait, the- wait, wait. Before we go any further, McDonald's has a bundle box where you get Two 10-piece nuggets, two Big Macs, two large fries, and two sodas for $12.
0: Damn, who they trying to kill? That is pandemonium. That is crazy. That's crazy. They, they, you, know, you know, one person, you got to understand something. A lot of cats walk around a the day, they probably spending 10 to $12 on one meal. So it's, mean, plenty, it's plenty big dudes if you that to go plate. through that. My God. Dude's going through that line, <laughs> dropping at twelve, and they eat that by themselves. Bruh, they eat that by themselves. I couldn't fathom. I couldn't man, fathom. I I went to this pool party the other week, man, and and I I I, I know I feel like I'm attacking him, but I'm just saying this is this is what we do, man. And I think the re- the real thing that really bothered me was so the energy, like you just said, the big boy energy. You know, he probably out here feeling sexy too. But the funny thing about it is. It seems like it's only in the digital world where they doing that. Because the minute you go, you get them, you get them females and the same dudes in the pool. Then the same dudes that don't want to take their shirt off, same dudes that, you know, same women that that don't want to, uh, put, you know, take their under, they under, they the top garment off. You know, everybody all, you, you, on social media you bold and body positive, but when you go out to the pool and you out here in real, in the real world, you still you shaming yourself. Nobody even looking at you, but you're shaming yourself. And I feel like that's I feel like that's the issue I have because it's like you only want to force it down our throats when it's when I'm scrolling my timeline. But in reality, <laughs> when they hit it's you, bullshit.
1: when they hit you with the so they say men over 200 pounds can't be sexy. And they what, who said that? Who are you talking? Man, to? No, <laughs> nobody said it. That's who said it. For, for, <laughs> for, for, for all the people that don't appreciate a man that's over six feet tall. Who are you talking
0: to? <laughs> that's 99.9% of the women out there would love a, a six-foot-tall guy. What do you but that's but that's my thing though. They people get on this platform, this digital platform, and they just fucking lose their mind. They just be on some other shit, dog. I don't I don't get people anymore. That's what it all that's why I just sit back and I just be like, what the fuck, man? I don't know how many times I say what the fuck in a week. I, I just I just keep moving.
1: You know what? Keep
0: moving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, uh, how, how did you feel about that uh that that peanut butter jelly time, man, at the school highs, man? They, you know what they do, you know what they doing with the school kids that the kids that if they parents, if they can't afford to to basically pay their lunch bill to get a hot meal, they basically say, you know, well, you'll still get a free lunch, but it's P B and J And I think sunflower seeds.
1: First of all, I absolutely love peanut butter and jelly, so I'm not going to pay for it. Me too. Anyway. <laughs> That sounded good. And I get some seeds, too. That's country as <laughs> fuck. Give me them sunflower seeds I have to on the yard, cooling. I'm going to put these sunflower seeds in my pocket. I'm going to need these later for the bus. Man, but
0: I I, I, you, you, I, I, you. You. I think
1: that's always been like that. I think it was even like that as, as a as a child, me growing up. You got the little I, that's what months, I thought, too. had a pb and J, a a piece of fruit, and you still
0: got a milk. I thought that too, bro. and I saw this this new this new uproar. you hop up on my timeline, man i gotta I gotta see i gotta I gotta find it real quick. I just because I thought personally that it's almost like they're trying to it was a they basically tried to come at capitalism. and there was a lot of people a lot of people in there talking about, well, shit, the parents need to pay their bill, and then there's was other people coming, well, damn, you're just gonna let these kids fucking starve. And I'm like, man, there go that doomsday mindset again. Like, God damn, what do you mean they're going to starve? It's a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. You don't want a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? You're too good for a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. That's my issue. And I saw that shit, and I'm just sitting here like, what in God's name are these people talking about? There is nothing wrong with a PB&J if your parents aren't being responsible. That's the thing. If your parents aren't being responsible and paying a bill, then they really shouldn't get anything, but guess what? You're still getting something. You can't do that in adulthood. That doesn't happen to you in your adult world. What happens when you don't pay your light bill, Jay?
1: My lights go off.
0: They don't send you candles.
1: No, no, no. They they just cut them off.
0: <laughs> they that's what I'm saying, bro. They, they just they just cut them off. That's <laughs> it, it, that's that's the thing, man. Like motherfuckers out here, childish, bro that's the thing so, today, today. But even to me it's kind of like I would rather have a
1: PB&J than to have a ham and cheese that's, that's sat in my locker all day.
0: Yeah, because shit, motherfuckers, if everybody pushing this vegan bullshit, then shit, you wouldn't you much rather me have a PB&J rather than me eating some ham? You Looking woke one motherfuckers
1: PB&J right now.
0: Bro, I may have I may make me one after this is over. <laughs> that's why I bought it up. <laughs> I'm sitting here thinking about it. I'm sitting here thinking about it. But yeah, man, I can't even find a damn article, man, but I know that they that's what they said, man. It was like, kids out here, they starving. I'm like, how are you starving when I put peanut butter and jelly in your fucking face?
1: Hey, it's always something about school lunch. Again, back to the beginning of the podcast. Man, our school lunch is, is nothing compared to Switzerland. It's nothing compared to Brazil. You know, I, I even seen a Facebook video where they was like, in Puerto Rico, they got rice and beans and, and, and other stuff, like home-cooked stuff. I was like... Eventually you're gonna get tired of that shit. Even when you got to college and you thought the cafeteria food was banging for the first two weeks, and then you faded out and stopped going to that eating that shit too. It all catches up to you.
0: You can't fix oh, everything yeah. in one swoop. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And once again, I feel like that's a good rollout plan. Roll out with the PB and J. Maybe next they say, you know what? At, at, at least if you're able to uh at least if you're able to put this much down, they can get this this next meal maybe maybe there's different levels of meals that you can get and if you're if you're um if you're at this if you owe this much then it is what it is or i mean i'm not going to say the kids need to work it off but once again it falls into the responsibility into the hands of the parents and obviously they don't want the kids to suffer so i feel like pb&j isn't the worst way you can go i think the final thing that i saw that made me laugh was like I bet there's plenty of hot meals that get thrown in the trash every day. I every like, day. That's the reality of America because there's a lot of motherfuckers out here. But I guarantee you, all those me- those hot meals that get thrown away, they were still purchased. Oh, yeah. A lot of those meals were purchased, and a lot of these bastard badass kids don't <laughs> want to eat these meals. So hopefully I was I was one of those badass kids. I hey, my much. son dude, my son dude, i be getting on his ass. But hopefully. <laughs> People understand that it's a, it's a societal thing. It's a societal effort. So if we don't want if we don't want the food getting thrown in the garbage, then we need to teach our kids better. Like, hey man, you see one of your friends with a PB and J? You don't want your food? Maybe you should give it to him because he may want that hot meal. Don't make him feel poor about it. But just hey, it is what it is. Facts. You, you see how these kids are. They? you see that bullying video the other day, where a little girl was getting her ass whoop.
1: I did see that.
0: Man, we can we can go on for for days about that shit, but we see what type of kids we're bringing up into this world, and we can't be shocked the parents ain't paying their lunch bill. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah. But anyways, this is this has been this has been fun, man. I I I hope you know. Uh, I hope you know we can we can uh, further extend the the no boundaries uh catalog and still be able to bring guests in and stuff i hope people that are listening out there realize that we are on soundcloud you do need to come through and drop some comments we did drop an episode last week which was the avengers convo with spoilers and um it was it was a beautiful thing it was it was fun and uh once again five star rating on itunes and um i could keep on going y'all know that y'all know the routine you got advice man
1: we should actually start plugging in the beginning so they can go ahead and do the rating while they listen to the show
0: oh that's true that's true i it's it just comes man i just remember like hey man motherfuckers need to motherfuckers need to show love we don't ask for no money we're not making you go to patreon we're not making you cash App us anything we just say, hey man leave a rating drop some comments you got the phone number got the you got the email send some topics but yeah okay. man words of advice
1: oh shit um my words of advice are just to kind of sum up everything that we discussed in this conversation uh confidence is key when you're trying to figure shit out
0: that's 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 real
1: confidence is key like if you if you if you are second guessing your gut the whole time you're trying to figure something out it's never gonna work. You have to have that confidence. You have to trust yourself in your decision making. Even if it's a bad decision, you gotta say, you know what? I've made a bad decision. I gotta own it and I gotta go
0: through it. That's 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 real. That's real. Um my mine is mine is uh I just simply say, man, just I know we're we're approaching summer. I know everybody to be getting in the gym trying to put in work because you know that's that's just that's the norm these days because We on social media, you know, we want to flex, but just remember that when you go in there, make sure that you, you're actually hitting it. If you're going to just be consistent in your workouts, be consistent in in your planning, because the big payoff comes when you, is when you, when you finish hard, if you, if you're, if you're half-assing everything that you're doing, then there really isn't going to be a payoff. So if you really want to meet that, that, that payoff and have that banging body for the summer, make sure Make sure you sh- make sure you're working out consistently. That way you're going to see that big payoff and you'll you'll get you'll get more and more payoffs if you continue to put in the work.
1: And and, and that's the thing is like consistent, like you can't go once a week <laughs> and then still eat whatever you want. You got to be consistent every other day, every day, however you can fit it into your schedule. You have to make it a part of your routine. And that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to make it a part of my routine. I was going to go today, but I had a, I wanted to take a nap, so I fucked up today, but I'm on it tomorrow.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's why I go in the morning, Jay. It, it, I, I go in the morning because that's me putting pressure on myself. You know, I'm putting pressure on myself because once that alarm go off, my sleep is already fucked up. So I might as well get <laughs> up and get going. Just saying. Just saying. But, man, you already know me, man. I'm like Cap, man. I could do this all day. I could do this all day, baby. well i don't need you to do it all day this is this is it (laughs) that's cool that's cool with that being said
1: this has been the no boundaries podcast thank you for listening but ever since the dawn of civilization people have craved for an understanding of the underlying order of the world there ought to be something very special about the boundary conditions of the universe And what can be more special than that there is no boundary?